Alexa, play that Amazon ads podcast. Which one would you like to hear? The best one. Okay, now playing that Amazon ads podcast. These gentlemen are completely changing the game. After listening to that Amazon ads podcast, my ads are finally profitable. I also heard they're pretty cute. Welcome back to that Amazon ads podcast. I'm your co-host, Andrew Bailiff. Steven, how are you today? Doing well, Andrew. It is a wonderful, sunny Sunday afternoon in, here in Southern California, which might sound typical, but it's actually not. We've had a pretty bad May gray and a pretty cold start to the year, so the sun is definitely welcome. How's everything in Nashville? Hot as ever. Summer's kicking off. You know, a lot of people by the pool. Had a spent a little bit of time outside today. So enjoying the good weather here in Nashville. So yeah, love to hear everybody's having good summer so far. Aren't you going to compliment me on my new haircut? Did you get a haircut? I did. Didn't even, didn't even notice. No, no. no, I see you every day. So typical guy doesn't even (laughs) recognize a haircut. Anyways. Um, yeah, Andrew, what are we talking about today? Yeah, you know, we're just picking up where we left off. Uh, we've been going through over the last several episodes, we've been diving into how we calculate bids. Uh, very important topic within Amazon ads, knowing how to get your bidding right. So we're picking up uh, where we left off. So we've been going through the four criteria for making bid changes. Just to recap what we've already gone through over the last two lessons, we went over the high spend, high ACOS category where we use the revenue per click method to calculate those bids, get them down to where you can precisely nail your target ACOS. Um, we also went through the high spend non-converting, what to do with those using a similar formula um, that we went through. And then today we're going to be talking about what to do with those low ACOS targets, those targets that are performing below your target, um, driving efficient sales for you and how we can maximize the sales velocity and visibility of those keywords. Yeah. So essentially we do have these four criteria. The first two essentially will, will function to lower your bids. Um, from the, from the last two episodes, we broke those down separately for these next two scenarios in which we might want to increase our bids. Uh, it's a little bit easier to do. So we're just lumping it all into this one episode but if, you, if you've missed those first two episodes where we talk about how to reduce those bids, it's, we try to be very strategic for those bid reductions to get everything into alignment with, with being on target for your ACOS. So certainly go back and listen to those, maybe even re-listen to those episodes. They're highly valuable. It is largely those two formulas that, that we show in the other two episodes and that, that really have helped us to turn accounts around and make a day and night difference for any account that is struggling with a high ACOS. And now in this case, this is where we're going to try to uh, increase some spend, increase some visibility and grow sales. So it's kind of like a push and pull. Uh, if this was a, um, if this was a fitness analogy, I would say, you know, you go through your bulking phase where you're just trying to like throw on the weight and then you go through a cutting phase and you try to refine, cut away all the excess fat. So those uh, from the last episode, that was essentially cutting, cutting out wasted ad spend, improving efficiency. And this episode is around trying to trying to bulk things up, add some size to your account. 
So anything you want to say, Andrew, or, sh- or should we just dive into to things? No, no, I like that analogy. That's good. That's good. Which phase are you in right now? Are you bulking or are you shredding? Got got two more weeks of, of uh, bulking left. How about you? Ah, summer shred, man. Summer shred for sure. <laughs> I, I, in general, I'm I'm a smaller dude, so I I've been bulking for like a year and barely gained hey, any you're, weight. I, you're, you're seeing some progress though. <laughs> yeah, I just don't have the uh, I don't have the appetite to to eat that much food, man. Like I was eating three thousand calories a day, not gaining any weight. Oh man! And then, I, but you know, I discovered so I discovered a secret. You know those Smuckers, little peanut butter and jelly, uh, those things you see oh, for yeah. these kids. Oh you yeah. Get those at Costco, man. It's like 300, 400 calories each one of those. You could throw back five of those, no problem. Ten, gra- <laughs> ten grams of protein in each one too. Is it That's healthy? Easy. No, but does it work? Yes. Yeah. Well, let's see if you have the appetite for these bidding strategies. Ooh, nice segue. <laughs> All Perfect right, transition. Let's, let's dive in. <laughs> All right. So uh, we've got this, the screen PowerPoint presentation, once again, beautifully designed by uh, Andrew. And this might be our last time doing a, a slide presentation, I think, at least for a while. I, I, we, we were trying to, even on this episode, try to talk through some of these things. And we figure we're throwing out so many numbers and percentages. It's probably helpful just to have the information there on the screen. So... We do have it here, but essentially we are covering the uh, third and fourth scenarios, or if you want to think about it, uh, the third and fourth criteria for when you want to make bid changes. So we've got the four criteria for when you, you're going to make bid changes. These two scenarios are scenario number three is low ACOS. Scenario number four, low visibility, low spends, low impressions, low clicks. And quite simply, what we're going to do in these scenarios is we're just going to bump the bids. We're just going to bump them up a little bit, maybe by 5%, 10%, if you're feeling crazy, 20%. So we're just going to be increasing these bids. And we'll, we'll, we'll walk you through it a little bit on how do you know by what percent you should be increasing these things because we don't want to be arbitrary. But before we kind of dive in, Andrew, I'm sure a lot of people are asking, we were big advocates of that revenue per click model. Uh, using the sales divided by clicks times your target A cost to figure out what the perfect bid should be. Why are we saying, I mean, we're, we're such big advocates of that revenue per click model that we're even pushing for in scenarios where there are no sales on keywords, right? Mm-hmm. In that yeah. second scenario for those high spend on converting, we're still pushing for the, Arv- the revenue per click model. Mm-hmm. So now how come all of a sudden when we have something with, let's just say, you know, it's got 10, 20 clicks or something like that, um, and a really low a cost, why would we not use revenue per click in this example? Well, um, one reason might be that using that revenue per click model, um, well, well you said 10 to 20 clicks, but let's, let's back up a little bit and let's start with what about one to two clicks? Let's start with that. So let's say you're, you've got a keyword that's gotten one click and one sale. Let's say you spent, you know, a dollar on that click and it generated $20 in sales. So for your revenue per click is $20, right? And if you multiply that by your target A cost, you could potentially be setting that bid extremely high, right? Um, So for low data confidence keywords, that revenue per click formula doesn't necessarily work perfectly. 
it does work in some scenarios and we're going to dig into you know some of those potential reasons where it could work and and how you could potentially use some different filters and stuff to use revenue per click but primarily that revenue per click is most effective when um, looking at keywords with higher data confidence so have a lot more clicks but there are tons of one click one sale keywords that come through in an account on a regular basis um so yeah 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 i mean that that's kind of in a nutshell um to yeah to use the example those those one click one conversion scenarios are often going to have a really really high revenue per click uh and when you multiply it by your target a cost your cpc is going to be a little out of control and so that's why we don't do it on those those uh, one click, one conversion or anything with, with really low clicks, uh, really low data confidence. Now, some people might counter, well, what if something has low ACoS and over a certain number of clicks? Kind of like uh, we were saying before, if, if maybe we just apply the filter that it has to have at least 20 clicks. So we know that there's pretty good data confidence in there. And yeah, I think the answer to that is you can end up with pretty large bid jumps where let's just say, uh, let's just say you did that. Let's just say you had um, a, uh, an auto campaign and that loose match targeting. Let's say it has you know super low A costs, only a ten percent, sorry, only a ten cent click cost per click. And when you run this formula, it ends up saying, hey, we should be bidding fifty cents on this. And if you know if you jump that bid from ten cents to fifty cents because it's a loose match, you might suddenly have just thrown yourself into a whole other echelon of types of competitive search terms that you weren't previously competing in. And it can just, you know, really spike the spend on that, on that target, really destroy your performance. And so we prefer to take a little bit more of like a stepladder approach where we are slowly kind of bumping these bids upwards. Um, some people might, again, counter argument here say, okay, well, what if we do the revenue per click approach, but we make sure that we don't, in, that the bid changes don't, the, the increase isn't more than say 10%. So, so essentially like we'll, we'll run the revenue per click model, but if the bid changes like double or triple or something after we do it, we're just going to put a cap on there that it won't exceed more than a 10% increase. And what would you say to that, Andrew, to those folks? I would say... Why then? Why would you not just increase the bids ten percent? Yeah, <laughs> if you're gonna end up like capping <laughs> everything at ten percent, yeah, yeah. If you if you're <laughs> gonna put a ceiling on everything to make it not exceed more than ten percent, you're only really optimizing towards that small few keywords that might have landed somewhere between calculating a one to ten percent increase, which mm -hmm. uh, we'll show you in the next slide here why that is likely not to even be a problem. Andrew, what are we trying to say on this slide? Why don't you uh, walk us through the first couple points? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So let's say in this theoretical example, in this theoretical account, we have a target A cost of 30%. So that's what we're shooting for. So we pull our bulk sheet and we're looking at it. We're looking through, create some filters. Anything that is around 30%, you know, within reason, I think we have a good range here between, you know, 27 and 33%. So we're, we're within that, you know, five to 10% grace range of that 30% ACOS target. That keyword is chilling. Plain and yeah. simple. 
it's it's performing right on target. There's nothing we really need to do with that except just continually continue to monitor it. So, you know, maybe we come back and check on that later. But for now, it's good. But let's say it's over well, that 33% target, but yeah, we've already I, talked I'm, about that. I'm just going to add ahead. something in here. Yeah, real quick. Um, for this example, what we're kind of doing is, yeah, in this example, we're giving it a 10% grace period. Grace period? Grace? Grace range. Yeah, grace flex, range. flex range, something like that. <laughs> Flexibility. Um, and, and because we're, you know, if your account's target is 30% ACoS and you've got a keyword with 31, 32%, it's fine. 28, 29%, it's fine. But we're going to give it uh, 10%, which in this case accounts to, you know, 10% of 30% is three percentage points. So we're giving it a three percentage point range to the upside as well as to the downside. Um, however, you will want to adapt those to your own account. Uh, we find that 10% seems to be a good kind of grace range, but you may want to do 5% if it's, you know, extremely important that you be right on the mark and, and you can't have those swings in there. And it's like extremely important to you. Or maybe your client has given you a wild range where they're like, Hey, anywhere between 30 to 40% is good for us. You know, then you can kind of open up those ranges. So just keep all that in mind when we're determining these, that's, that is a decision point for you. For this example, we're going with 10%, which has been something that's worked for us back to you. Yeah. Yeah. Great addition there for sure. Definitely needed to be said there. Um, so yeah, like I was saying, if that keyword is greater than 33%, which is just outside of that grace range that we're, we're talking about, we've already gone through that, right? We've, we've talked, we've taught you the formulas that we use using the revenue per click model, how to bring those bids down in a calculated fashion. So that is an episode one. If you want to revisit those, go back to episode one. Uh, and we'll teach you exactly. Wait, how to that do wasn't that. episode one. Oh, episode one. Oh, yeah, right. You're right. You're right. This is the first that was, first of this series. Sorry, yeah. the first of this first series. Of the series. Yeah. I think it was episode three, but honestly, <laughs> right, I don't. Right. I don't yeah. really remember myself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, keep, well, keep going. Anyway. Sorry, just had to jump in. <laughs> that was important. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so if it's less than twenty seven percent, which is the downside of that range, we're going to be increasing by ten percent or best judgment. And what we mean by best judgment is that there are scenarios where maybe you have the flexibility to increase it by more than 20, than 10%. Um, and there's, there's a lot of different factors that would play into exactly how much you would increase things like your pacing. Like, are you pacing on track towards your goals? Are you severely underpacing? Like if you're severely underpacing, it may make sense to increase targets that are performing below your target ACoS by more than 10% to help spur and or spur more spend um, to try to get you back on your monthly budget pacing or, or whatever. Anything to add there, Steve? Well, we're going to have to, it's, you know, I, <laughs> man, I'm stuttering like a child here. Uh, trying to trying to figure out which sentence I wanted to say first. <laughs> I do think there's something Andrew and I were talking about while while kind of prepping the notes for this. There's something that's very important that we've been referring to as like the quadrant method of managing an account, which you know it's kind of difficult because a lot of what we're trying to share here, we want to allude to different strategies and all these things. Because at the end of the day, on this episode, sorry, on this podcast, we're going to be talking about you know, a wide plethora of different strategies and tactics. And they all kind of interweave and interrelate with each other. And you kind of have to bring them all together. 
and it's very difficult for us to do just one of these at a time and everything. And so again, part of why it might be helpful to have some sort of like a, you know, deeper dive online course or something like that. But what we will show you eventually, hopefully is something that we call the quadrant method, which is you can think of it as a, a matrix of four squares. And on the left-hand side, you have your sales target and on the right hand or on the top part, you have your A cost target. And so, you know, based on how your sales are trending for the month, are you over or under that target? And then based on how your ACOS is trending for the month, are you over or under that target? And then based on those scenarios, you're going to have, you know, four different possible outcomes where either you're over your target ACOS and you're over your sales target, or maybe you're under your sales target, but over your ACOS or whatever. And, you know, based on how, whichever quadrant your, your account's performance is in, you're going to apply different strategies for whether you're increasing bids, decreasing bids, adding keywords, adding negative keywords, all these types of things. And so hopefully we can come back to that. But that was a long-winded way of saying to Andrew's point around, you know, do you increase by 10%? Should you increase by maybe only 5%, maybe by 20%? You know, by how much should you be bumping these up? Um, once we get to that quadrant method, you'll see, you know, you'll you'll be able to kind of factor that in and, and help think through think through it that way. But essentially, if you're severely underpacing your sales targets for the month, or if you have a budget target instead, every account, every client is going to be a little bit different. Maybe you have a fixed budget that you have to use, or maybe your, your client just has a goal of a certain amount of sales growth for the month. Depending on how you're pacing on that target, you may want to adjust this percentage that you're increasing by. So if for the most part, if you're pretty much on target and we just want to see, hey, can we perhaps just get a little bit more bang for buck here, perhaps get sales to beat our expectations. I think around five to 10% is a pretty good range to use for a, for a steady bump, a steady increase in driving some traffic. And this does kind of also assume that your uh, your ACoS is is pretty close to, to being on target as well. Because obviously, if your ACoS is completely out of control, maybe now's not the time to, uh, to increase all your bids by 10% here. So Hopefully I didn't make any of that more confusing. I think I, I might've uh, rabbit trailed a bit, but yeah, Andrew, how, okay. how am I we, doing we, here? We, you went on a little tangent uh, uh, with stuff that, you know, we can't really show right now on these slides or, you know, you gave a very brief explanation to something that we could probably talk for hours and hours on. Um, but I think you did good. That was, that was great. That was a good addition. Um, yeah. Yeah. And um, something else that I do think is, imp is important to keep in mind when you are making these changes, uh, so let's just say you're, you know, you've downloaded your bulk file and you put on your filter for, Hey, show me everything where a cost is less than 27%. Well, first of all, don't forget to also add greater than, uh, or has at least one order, because if you have, if you don't do that, you're going to have all those 0% where there are no sales or whatever come through. So yeah, just make sure you include that. But yeah, when you do that, what you're going to want to do is look at the total spend on all of those targets that are below 27% ACoS and, and just get a quick pulse check on what percent of your account's total spend is coming from these keywords that are below that 27% that, that threshold because that can give you a lot of data around when you're making these changes. You know, if you're going to increase it by 5%, 10%, whatever, you can see you can get a good idea of how much of the spend in your account you're going to be impacting. Like if mm -hmm. it was 50% of all the account in your, 
all the spend in your account was below that 27% and you increase bids on all of those by 10%, that is going to be a pretty big step up and a pretty big impact to your account's overall spend. So, you know, the more spend that it is proportionally, the more likely we will uh, kind of pick a smaller target. So only increase by like five or 10%. Whereas if it's a tiny amount of spend in, in the grand scheme of things, then we might inch that up by 10, 15, 20%. Um, yeah. Andrew, why, why do you think we use 10% as a little bit of a default? Because that is a tad arbitrary. And I think we've kind of been bit advocates of not being arbitrary with these things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it's just a, a percentage that will, you know, spur more or, or a change, a potential change in performance. I think too much less than that, you're not going to really see a massive change. Like if you, let's just say you're, you know, some of your bids are 10 cents and you increase it by 5%, you're increasing it by half a cent. So that's not really going to make much of an impact on your overall performance and pacing and change, but but potentially a 10% increase. I guess that that example doesn't really work that well because you're yeah. still only <laughs> increasing it. You're still only increasing yeah. it by a penny a now, penny. but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. But I think, but actually regardless though, whether it was a five or 10%, that one penny likely isn't going to make a big impact, right? And right. that's something else that you can do. And this is something that Andrew, we do all the time. And that's actually probably a very, very important thing to know. Whenever we are making bid changes in bulk, we are always tallying the spend and comparing that against to the account's total spend. 100%. Because what, what that tells us is basically like, yeah, how significant are these changes about to be? Yeah. How much is it going to impact? Yeah. Because it, and also if, you know, if you make a massive bulk file and you're doing all types of things, you're increasing, decreasing all these types of things. And at the end of it, you tally everything that you made bid changes on, you tally the spend on all those. And it's like 80% of the account's entire spend. Oof, that is going to be a big change. And you just, you better make sure everything's right. Yeah. <laughs> you better you be keeping an eye there, on that account. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, Watch I that account for the next couple of days. That one might, yeah. that one might go off the rails, but for sure. And, and that's why we typically don't do all of these types of bid changes all at once. We're usually only doing the first two that focus on reducing or increasing on these other two. And, and that way, at least for myself, when I am uploading these, I'm usually optimizing around 20 to 30% of the account spend at any given time. So I'm either optimizing the 20 to 30% of account spend that was either ACOS was getting a little too high or it was high spend non-converting keywords, or it's the other 20 to 30% of account spend that's super low visibility, super low ACOS. We want to bump those sales up and everything else, the rest of the, I don't know, 40 to 60% of ad spend that's available is all on target. And so those ones are chilling. They don't really need to, uh, to be optimized. We're just gonna let them keep doing their thing. So yeah, I think, yeah, use your judgment. Um, we certainly had scenarios in which, you know, the client has a massive budget, we need to make sure we get through this whole budget. And so we'll be a little bit more aggressive with, you know, when we look at everything with, uh, that's below a certain, uh, a cost threshold or spend threshold, uh, we'll see it's a small amount of the account in terms of total spend, like only five or 10%. 
and nothing's really getting a ton of visibility or traffic. So we just will jump those bids by 20% just to really get the, the spend moving and wait till the new clicks come through to, to optimize further. Okay, so we've talked about low A costs versus these like low click, low visibility keywords. We do take a pretty similar approach to both of them. And we just say, you know, increase the spend by a certain percent. But um, right now I want to talk just for a little bit about only the keywords that are low clicks. Now, real quick, Andrew, um, how do we define low clicks? Like, like what is, what constitutes low clicks, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's important. Cause a lot of people, I, I hear a lot of arbitrary numbers all the time. It's like, well, if I have more than 10 clicks, then that classifies it as high data confidence or 20 clicks or something. I can be more sure of that. But how would we actually figure out what would be considered low clicks or high clicks or low spend or high spend? We've kind of been talking about that over the last couple episodes. But in, in regards to clicks specifically, how we would classify it on an account by account level is by looking at the average clicks to a conversion, which we've talked about is just the opposite of your conversion rate. Um, so clicks divided by orders as opposed to orders per click. Um, so in this scenario that we have pulled up on the screen here, we're, we're basically saying that, you know, for this account, let's say 10 clicks is about how many on average it takes for us to earn a sale. So basically, if anything has less than that, we would classify that as low click or low data confidence because it hasn't quite reached that threshold that on average, our account needs to hit or every keyword needs to hit in order to have generated that first sale. So anything that's less than that um, is what we would consider low click or low visibility keywords. Yeah, and of course, feel free to tweak that to your account because yeah, every account's gonna be a little bit different. Maybe on average, you know, if some niches, like an average conversion rate's like 2%, really low if it's just like super high AOV items or something like that, which would mean Mm -hmm. on average, you would need like 50 clicks to get a conversion. Um, Because remember this average clicks to conversion is simply just the inverse of conversion rate. We're just flip flopping those um, just to give us a nominal figure for how many clicks we're talking about. But real quick too, I, I, I I did want to call this out too. Um, I think it's important to have a good distinction between like an account level clicks to conversion versus like what you're actually going to be optimizing. So let's just say, for example, you have you have brand campaigns and you have non-brand campaigns. If you looked at all those together, you're going to get like a total perspective, total average of your clicks to conversion for the whole account. But let's say, you know, your brand campaigns are doing really well. And we've seen this where, where we're not necessarily optimizing a lot on our brand campaigns, but we're optimizing on our non-brand campaigns. Would it be important to take a look at just those non-brand campaigns that you're optimizing like what the average click to conversion on those are exactly yeah that is a very good point you can be looking at either this clicks conversion either at a, a tactic level like brand versus non-brand you could even be looking at it at a specific campaign hopefully your campaigns are, are broken out in a way where you know whatever's happening within the campaign is all going to be pretty consistent because it's like similar products similar groupings similar keywords that you're going after so hopefully yeah, within that single, uh, within any campaign, you know, your the keywords that you're looking at here, yeah, you want to keep it relative to the campaign or at least relative to uh, an overarching tactics that you're not getting that big brand, non-brand thing. Now, if you are a product that doesn't have any brand recognition, your whole account is just non-brand keywords anyways, then yeah, 
you're, you're pretty good to go. But quick caveat here. So going back to the example of, you know, this account averages 10% conversion rate. So that means on average 10 clicks to get a conversion. Any keyword that has more than 10 clicks in this scenario should fit into other criteria at this point that, for what we've talked about. It's either going to be, you know, it's either gotten a sale already. So either that ACOS is right on target and doesn't need any optimization or it's over target, ACOS is too high. You're going to use that RPC to bring it down or it's a super low ACOS and we're going to increase the bids on that by 10% or whatever. Um, or that keyword is non-converting in which case it's going to go into that high spend non-converting category and we'll, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll figure all that out. And so this should have, yeah, this should, anything with over 10 clicks should fall into one of those other, those other categories. I think the only exception would be if a keyword has, let's just say it already has like 15, 20 clicks on it and no sales, but it's still really low spend. That is before it's below the, that target CPA that we talked about in the last episode. Yep. Then in that case, the keyword's fine. Like the, it's getting good visibility. It's getting a good amount of tra traffic. It hasn't exceeded that cost per acquisition yet. So we don't necessarily need to start cutting the costs. We also don't need to increase the bids on it. It's chilling. We'll just uh, keep an eye on it. But if said keyword is below 10 clicks and uh, we're in a scenario with our account in which we are trying to grow the sales and we've got room in the budget to expand our spending and targeting all that stuff, then yes, we're just going to increase these bids by, you know, by default, we like 10%, but you do want to use your best judgment based on spend and pacing. And also Andrew, um, something else here, cause, cause we've kind of talked about that 10% figure and, you know, using best judgment there. When we do tally these, the, you know, the total spend, the total sales behind these keywords to kind of see what impact it's going to bring on the account. Let's just say you're, you're looking at it and after you tally it all, you say, okay, this, all the keywords with uh, less than 10 clicks is only 5% of my account spend. How does that, you know, does, does that, how does that make you feel about which like percent that you're going to be using? Does that make you want to go towards a smaller or a higher number in terms of your, your step up? If the amount that I'm impacting is pretty small, yeah. I would I would be more inclined to be more aggressive with that spend potentially because you know I'm not going to be throwing the account for a loop uh, by increasing bids on these uh, by 20%. It's also just an experiment um, because none of you you don't really know the full performance on these these targets yet. So increasing them more, getting them visibility more quickly allows me to weed them out more more efficiently. I'll, I'll get more data on these keywords so I can start to figure out which ones are good targets or I can optimize them further once I have more sufficient data uh, to, to uh, optimize against. Now, at the same time, that five, if it's just 5% of your spend, you know, maybe that increase doesn't actually Im make a big impact on your overall spend and things like that that and maybe that's not the lever you need to pull maybe you need to look at other thing other uh, other categories of things to make a bigger impact on your spend if you're just looking at five percent maybe you need to make your criteria and your filters like a little more loose a little more flexible if you're trying to get a bigger impact on the total account performance because just looking at that five percent 
you're not going to see as big of an impact. Yeah. And something else that would probably be helpful to look at too is your average CPC for that whole filtered out result. So going back to the example you were saying before, you know, 10 cents, if, if, if let's just say your, your average cost per click for the whole account was 50 cents. And then when you apply this filter for everything with less than 10 clicks, you know, you tally the spend, you divide it by clicks and you see your average cost per click. There's only 10 cents. That might be a good example where you're like, okay, this is a very small amount of my account spend. We're averaging 10 cent clicks in this, uh, for all these keywords where our, our average of the account's 50 cents and we're doing fine. We can really step it up on these guys. Whereas if they were already at 50 cents, when you tallied all that up, okay, if they're already at 50, 50 cent CPCs, that's fine. We'll just inch it up by five or 10%, something like that. Pull those bids from, you know, on average 50 cents up to 55 cents per, uh, per keyword there. But yeah, if it was, just, if it was way, way off from where your total account average CPC was, then you might be more inclined to step it up by a more aggressive amount, like 20%. And if, and if you're really, if your client's like, really, Hey, we need to move sales yesterday. Like, let's go. Then you can certainly, you know, in that case, I would actually probably just throw bid floors in there and just say, all right, nothing in here should be spending less than 40 cents on a click. <laughs> if, if, if we're not getting visibility, we should be at minimum spending 40 cents per keyword. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a good point too. It's like there's a whole other factor of things that could be causing this low spend that are unrelated to your bids. Like if your bids are already set to, you know, 50 cents plus, and that's what the averages are and you're seeing good visibility on other stuff, but not, not on these particular targets. It could just be that those are low search volume keywords, right? Like those are just not getting a ton of, of search volume. And in, in this iterative, like uh, formula or um, process, let's say, you know, somebody might come in and say, well, if you're just increasing those bids, 10%, 10%, 10%, eventually you're going to continue to increase that bid up and up and up and up and up. So how do we, you know, prevent that from happening? Um, on, on those keywords that have that low search volume, right? Like, cause you yeah. don't, I mean, it's not going to matter too much, but like just from like an overall like management perspective, I feel like it's, it's a, a good practice to not have keywords in your account that are bidding $20 because you just, you know, continually increase the bids, but that's a low searched uh, keyword and doesn't get a whole lot of volume, but sitting in your yep. account bidding $20, you're probably going to win that, you know, that placement whenever the, the search actually comes. But what, uh, what would you recommend there for, for that? Yeah, that, that's a great, great question. And I'm going to try to reiterate it one more time just to make sure everyone, everyone caught it. But what Andrew's saying is, and part of why we don't like to increase, decrease bids by X percent, uh, part of why we, we push so hard for the RPC method is because you do end up in that scenario that Andrew just described, where let's just say this one keyword in, as an example has less than 10 clicks, but it has less than 10 clicks, not because you weren't bidding enough on it. It has less than 10 clicks just because the volume was low. Um, and you increase it by 10% this week, and then you come back next week, still didn't get any clicks, so you increase it by 10% again, and again, and again. And if, you just, if you're running these iterations over and over and over again of just increasing by 10%, by 10%, by 10%, eventually you're gonna have keywords with these drastically high bids um, that on the day, you know, if all of a sudden those, the search volume comes through on it, you can really spike the spend on, on those keywords and, and run into a lot of issues. And so while we don't really like to increase, decrease by X, uh, X or Y percent, we do like it for these 
kind of step up methods in terms of expanding our spend, but it has to be, we have to be very mindful of a few things. Number one is just be mindful of that iterative process. Uh, understand that the frequency of you making these changes is going to have a big impact on uh, where the bids actually end up. And then the second thing is you need to have bid ceilings in place. And again, a lot of people I don't think know how to figure out what their bid ceilings should be. And so that's something that we, we want to show you guys a good way how to how to mathematically calculate a bid ceiling for all the keywords in these scenarios that are kind of low click, low data. And whether or not they have conversions, we're, we're a bit agnostic to that. Our, our plan here is to just be increased for visibility, but also make sure that we don't exceed a, a certain CPC threshold, I guess we could say. So Andrew, how would we actually calculate a bid ceiling? Um, so what you would do is basically filter, you know, you have your bulk sheet and you have all your filters set to the, these criteria that you've already gone through and, and, and organized. You're, you're looking at all your keywords that have less than 10 clicks right now, let's just say. Um, what you're going to do is you're going to look at the total, like just like we were saying before, where we're looking at the total percentage of spend against the total total spend on the account. We're going to sum up all the revenue and the clicks for all those keywords that have less than 10 clicks. So they fall into that, that filter category. Once we do that, we're simply going to use that same formula, that revenue per click times target ACOS formula to figure out what our target CPC should be for all of those low visibility keywords. And then that, that target CPC that comes out of that formula for, for that selection of data is going to be your bid ceiling, right? So any, any of those keywords that you're optimizing, increasing the bids by 10% on, you're gonna filter, usually what I do is just filter from uh, greatest to least uh, for my new bid column. And I'll be able to see, you know, are there any bids that are exceeding that target CPC? And if they are, I can just very easily go in, select and and copy paste that bid ceiling into those into those fields, so or into those cells. So that is is how you would calculate that that bid ceiling. Um, super important. It, it helps prevent a lot of um, issues and overspending or over in making drastic increases and in, in pacing and overspending very quickly. Um, so it's very important to, to have those bid ceilings in place for this particular section of the formula, because, you know, if you're just continually increasing, 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 you got to have a point where you stop and say, just by increasing these bids, I'm not going to impact performance. You know, it's, it's likely these aren't getting visibility. It's likely not doesn't have anything to do with the actual bidding, and and you could start to look at other other scenarios where it could just be a product to product to keyword relationship. It could be that you know things aren't aren't getting a lot of search volume. There's a lot of you know other reasons why that that might not be delivering as as effectively. Yeah. So essentially, we're using that same formula of like the revenue per click times your target A cost. However we're only doing it on all of the keywords that are below 10 clicks. Because what we're trying to do is we're trying to find for all of these keywords below 10 clicks, whether or not they got sales, right? We're kind of sales agnostic here. We're just seeing these as low visibility keywords that could use some, some extra visibility. So we're going to increase those bids on them. But if when we sum up all that data, all the spend, all the sales, 
um, all the clicks on these keywords, maybe what we end up finding out that all of these combined have an ACoS of like 80% when our target ACoS was 30%. We don't necessarily want to be increasing all the bids on these things by another 10%. You know, even though they were low clicks, low visibility, in aggregate, it was pretty, uh, it's pretty atrocious, pretty damaging to our overall performance. That's a major red flag there, right? So what we are trying to do here is see, okay, for all these low visibility keywords, when we add them all up, what's the overall ACoS? What's our like revenue per click? How's the general performance doing on this low, low click data stuff? We're taking the low data data scarcity problem, which generally leaves us uninformed with, you know, how do you optimize a keyword with one click, two clicks, no sales, right? Like that one keyword isn't is not a great offender, but when you add them all up together, you run into issues. And the way we do that there is that we add them all together to find out the solution. We aggregate it and we end up finding out that when we do this, maybe the total cost per click on all these things combined was around 80 cents when they shouldn't really be exceeding 30 or 40 cents or whatever, depending on your revenue per click and your target A cost for, for the whole. So we do that. We find out kind of what that average CPC should be. And then we'll increase everything there by 10%, but we put a hard stop of a ceiling at that average CPC. So if after doing this math, we ended up coming out saying, hey, we sh our average CPC for all of this should be 40 cents. We're gonna name that as a ceiling. We'll increase everything by 10% up to a 40 cent CPC where then we have a hard stop. Now, important to note, everything that we ever say to you guys, you have to then kind of internalize and think through your own context, right? Every, each situation, each context is going to be a little bit different. Sometimes what I'll do for accounts, again, depending on context, is I'll set the ceiling to whatever the average CPC should be. And I'll say plus, you know, an extra uh, 20, 30%. So, you know, if we're saying our average CPC should be 40 cents, maybe I'll let things go up to a 50 cent is, is the hard ceiling. Because I know that we're, you know, not necessarily always going to, the CPC is not always going to be the full amount of the bid, especially if you have dynamic down only turned on. But on the other hand, if you have extremely aggressive top of search targeting turned up, maybe once you see your average CPC should be around 40 cents, you're actually going to put the ceiling to 30 cents uh, ceiling. You know, so nothing should ever be exceeding a bid of 30 cents because you know you've got dynamic up and down turned on plus top of search placements. So that ceiling you have to adapt, you know, based off of other things that you know your average like bid to CPC spread, whatever settings you have turned on, also general pacing like for your account. Um, if you're under pacing your sales goal or under pacing your spend goal and your ACoS is also below the target, you know you can raise that ceiling a little bit. On the other hand, if sales are fine, but you guys are just burning through profitability, your ACoS is really high, you can lower that ceiling. So certainly helpful to know what the average target CPC should be, which is why we tell you to do that figure out what, what that range should be. And then you determine where you're going to put your ceiling, whether it's exactly at that level, a little above, a little below based on context. Andrew, you want to add anything to that? I feel like I was <laughs> talking for a while. Yeah, you were, but uh, no, that <laughs> no, that's great context. I mean, always use your brain, right? Like don't, don't just take this 
and then immediately apply it without thinking through all those other different set, settings and variables that that play into your account. So yeah, good good addition there. I got nothing nothing further to add. Do you on think that. it made That's sense solid. though? Do you, do you yeah. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> okay. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, we're good there. Cool. Yeah, if you've got top of search set, you know, one hundred percent top of search settings on, and you're looking at and you know that for these campaigns for these targets that you're looking at that, yeah, you'd for sure want to set your your target CPC lower than that. So you're, you're accounting for that increased increased bid there. So, Yep. By the way, that was the answer to, we were, we were saying before, there's four criteria for making bid changes. And then we said there's this kind of fifth bonus criteria for those just one to two click sales. Uh, we, sorry, one to two click keywords with no sales. Uh, this is basically that. This is for those keywords, what we want to do if it's just one or two clicks, no sales, we do want to put that ceiling in place um, because there, those one to two clicks with no sales are in this weird zone where on the one hand, they're low visibility. Maybe we should be increasing those bids by 10%. But on the other hand, when you sum up all those keywords that have just one or two clicks and no sales, that looks like a lot of wasted ad spend in aggregate. And so the solution there is a combination of um, optimizing, as we just uh, told you, to figure out what the average CPC should be and set your bid there. And then, yeah, sure, increase the bids. If if you're trying to ramp up the spend and everything and, and uh, grow your visibility, increase those bids by 5, 10, 15%. Again, based on pacing, pacing and based on goals, but just make sure you don't exceed those those ceiling limits because I'm actually, you'd be very surprised, Andrew. Well, you wouldn't be surprised because I, I told you be. before. <laughs> you, you were surprised. You were surprised when I told you that, you know, when I first implemented this for an account of just, taking everything with one or two clicks and no sales, and I just put the ceiling on it, um, it drastically drastically improved the the performance of the account. Um, I mean, I think ACOS dropped by like 20% from one month to the next with um, this one hack. We were, we were joking about some, some content where, you know, those old uh, pop-ups that would be like, doctors hate her or whatever. <laughs> We were going to be saying something like Amazon reps hate him because like we, you know, we figured out how to reduce wasted ad spend in this way. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, that's been very effective that, that one strategy in particular. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I could see, I could see how that can make a big impact for sure. Do you think the Amazon reps hate us? Well, the ones that we talked to, they're pretty nice to us. They're, they're pretty that's nice true. to us. They, they, they brought us, us to, to New nice, York. Yeah. Yeah. So they take took us, us to, to New nice York day. and <laughs> yeah. That was a good time. Well, I think that then wraps up this podcast. Let me just double check. We didn't have an extra hidden slide here somewhere. Nope, that's the end of it. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right, Andrew, what's the topic for the next episode? Oh man, that's a good question. Should we decide right now? Because uh, we yeah. don't have one. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we don't have one. So just what is it? You decide Episode right now. number six is going to be uh, campaign structure debate. That's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk all about, right. all right, which one's the best? All right. Which one's the best mm. single keywords, sing, single product campaigns, spags. We're going to mix product ad groups. Which ones are the best? Which one's the best? What's going to, wait, we wait, might, are we going to, are we going to have a guest on the show or is it going to be just you and me throwing back our opinions? I think, I think what we do for this first one, we put our opinions out there. We, we flesh it out between you and me, because I know, I, I think you and I, we have like a similar understanding, but there's there's a, there's nuance to to how I would approach this this, this discussion and this debate. I think in disagreement are, with me, you're saying? 
or to some degree to some degree okay yes yeah so, so you and so I are we, gonna have our own debate <laughs> we yeah we got to figure it out here we got to figure it out between us not that we don't have to figure it out we, we're on the same page but there is some nuance in in how i would approach it versus how you would approach it and i want to dig into that for sure so uh we're going to be talking about campaign structure and uh, which one's the best, what's going to deliver the best performance, the easiest reporting, um, all those different factors are going to weigh into uh, what we decide on for the best campaign structure. So excited to dive, dive into that one. Nice. So episode six, uh, more advanced keyword bidding strategies. <laughs> you would love that, wouldn't you? <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. Campaign structure. All right. Well, hopefully this was helpful and we'll see you guys over on the next episode about campaign structure. Peace out. Later. Later.